Wednesday, September 6th. Here we go. Where's Nick Bosa? I know this is getting a little bit of a, a topic that's getting beaten like a dead horse, but it is that big of a topic. He's that important of a player. This is supposed to be earmarked to be that special of a season. My goodness, I am sitting around reading a, a, a Sports Illustrated article today where Every single person picking what the playoffs are going to be in this Sports Illustrated article. I think one actually had the 49ers winning the Super Bowl. Three had the 49ers losing the Super Bowl. Every single person picking had the 49ers in the playoffs somewhere. This is a year that is attached to major expectations. What are you doing without your best player? Good morning. Welcome to the Damon Bruce show. We got Wednesday, September 6th already. It is football eve. We got a Thursday night football game, Lions and Chiefs tomorrow. That sounds really good to me. The main event is five days away. Our first Sunday, week one, technically starts with Thursday night football, but we all know there's nothing better than when we get kickoff on that first Sunday and the 49ers are going to be part of it. A 10 a.m. local San Francisco time kickoff in Pittsburgh against the Steelers who, you know, they just went through a defensive end holdout. What a year ago, TJ Watt. So Mike Tomlin is saying he's preparing for this guy to basically, you know, show up, at breakfast, sign his contract and maybe even play. But today we saw Ian Rappaport basically say that there is a, a, a point where you got to get the player in if you're expecting them to play. This is full-on install time. Everything you're doing against the Steelers is being installed today, tomorrow. You want to get a practice or something in for Nick Bosa? Yeah, I, I saw Matt Barrows joke around that he's got the kind of talent where he could probably parachute out of an airplane after signing a you know contract and sack a quarterback, and there we go. He's ready to go. But then that would almost be negligent, wouldn't it, for the 49ers to sign a player and then with almost no being around the team at all, just throw him out there? But that is how special he is. I mean, isn't that the argument for just pay him whatever he wants? If we can all agree, hey, he can be signed five minutes before the coin flip, and if he can get his pads on fast enough and the Eagles you know, lose the coin toss. So the 49ers defer, which means the Eagles are getting the ball first. Yeah, maybe Nick Bosa could be on the field for the very first defensive snap of the year if he just signed five, 10 minutes ago. If we all agree that that can happen, can't we also agree that whatever he wants, he should probably get? Now, this isn't one of those shows where I'm just going to tell you what I think should happen. I'm going to tell you who Nick Bosa is because there seems to be some confusion. There seems to be people out there who are actually saying like, you know, you haven't won enough with him. He hasn't produced enough in the postseason. The 49ers don't have a Lombardi trophy. I don't see Nick Bosa. Uh, he, he's a great talent, but it takes more than one great. Look, Tim Kawakami kind of summed it up today in an athletic column we're saying, if, if you don't sign a guy like this, what are we even doing? Like I said yesterday, it's Logan Roy looking at his kids. You are not serious people. You sign Nick Bosa, and then you figure everything out after the fact. I don't want to see another list of 2024 cap hits. I've seen that. It's very cause celeb tweet or 
X to put out there these days. Very much, oh, look at this. Uh, th this is what everyone's going to cost in 2024. Hi, it's 2023. You know how many moments in time you'll have to worry and restructure and get ready for 2024? The whole point was they weren't even ready for 2023, for goodness sakes. Yes, very good football players are expensive. The 49ers carry an awful lot of very good football players, which is why just about everybody who covers the NFL has this at worst a playoff team, at best a Super Bowl champion. It's go time, which means you don't screw around. Get your best player on the field. Hold on, sip of the day right here. That's good. I don't even know what time it is. I'm just going. Here we go. Let's get into who Nick Bosa really, truly is, shall we? Because there seems to be some confusion. Did he tear his ACL in year two of his career? Yes, he did. But he's a football player, and that's part of the job, too. That's part of the job, too. And if your point is you can't invest that kind of money in anybody because anybody could get hurt, what, what are we even doing here again? Why even have great players if anybody can go out there and play at any price because anybody can get hurt at any price? So there you go. You can't afford any price on anybody. This guy has literally done everything a football player, a person born to play football, could possibly do when he arrived on the first day of job as a professional football player. So he did tear his ACL in year two. We all know that. Otherwise, he is outperformed even the highest possible expectations for anyone's career. He's been the best defender in basically all of football, but for a torn ACL. Outside of sitting out injured with a torn ACL, Nick Bosa's basically been the best player on his side of the football. So that's why he's looking to command an awful lot of money. Let me just tell you, here's just a, a, a quick sampling, all right? NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year, Sporting News Rookie of the Year, Pro Football Writers Association Rookie of the Year, Pro Football Writers Association Defensive Rookie of the Year, Pro Football Writers Association All-Rookie Team, NFC Pro Bowl, NFC Defensive Player of the Month for the month of October, Defensive Rookie of the Month, month of October, NFC Defensive Player of the Week, Weeks 5 and Week 8. He was also something called the Pepsi Rookie of the Year, which, you know, what, drank the most soda? I, no, he wouldn't. He's in too good of a shape. But the Pepsi Rookie of the Year, and that was just 2019. So basically, he shows up the best player in his class day one. Hi, everyone. Straight A's right off the rip. We told you about that year two ACL. You need to get over it because he certainly did. Because basically, uh, you have everything that happened his rookie year. Fast forward to the, what, end of last year where he was the defensive player of the year. He sandwiched an incredible run around being the rookie of the year and the defensive player of the year. And so have the 49ers team. Now, hold on. Before you make any argument against this, just listen. In 2020, he was second in the NFL in quarterback pressures. In 2021, he's first in the NFL in quarterback pressures with a career-high and league-leading 18.5 sacks. So all of this 
everything he's done has been at the epicenter, what we would all have to agree, what even people who didn't like the 49ers would agree, would be one of the most respected, fiercest defenses since he's been on the team that has turned two of his defensive coordinators into NFL head coaches. And then to punctuate it all, he's the defensive player of the year. You can't have, beyond a torn ACL, a better start to a career than that. He is a one-man football game dominator of the first degree. Any team that he is on becomes better instantly. Instantly. He's that much of a schematic game changer for every single offensive coordinator in the NFL. And the whole point is, well, well, you can be neutralized if you get the ball out fast. Okay. Okay. Then limit the other team's quarterback to an instant decision and a two and a half, three step drop all football game long and see what their big explosive play ratio is at the end of the afternoon. You're trying to limit big explosive plays all day. So if you've got to tailor your offense to get it out as fast as possible every single time Nick Post is on the field, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's better than uh, the quarterback's got a lot of time in the pocket. You know, I mean, come on. It's like we've forgotten what wins championships. People are now holding lost NFC title games against Nick Bosa. People are holding 49er playoff failure against Nick Bosa. I can't remember once anyone blaming anyone but the quarterback or Kyle Shanahan on any playoff or NFC title game loss. But now it's conveniently morphed into Nick Bosa's fault. That's didn't see that one coming. And if you're saying, if your ultimate argument is Damon, it's about postseason play, though. That's where we are. What is Nick Bosa in the postseason? Okay, well, if it's the postseason you're worried about, he's got the most postseason sacks in franchise history. That's who Nick Bosa is in the postseason. He's got the most sacks in team history. And if you're saying, well, that's just uh, individual day, what about the team? So, defenses that Nick Bosa has been on have placed with the second most postseason sacks and the third most postseason sacks two different times as a team. So in the entire history of 49ers postseason sack excellence, what, in 85, you had that game in Chicago? What was it, 24-0 over the Bears? One of the greatest single days without a Lombardi trophy any football team's ever had on a football field. You wiped the floor with the Chicago Bears in that playoff game in 85. You had nine sacks that day, nine sacks. After that, the number is six. And a few 49ers teams had six sacks in a game. One of them was Nick Bosa's team, and that was in the divisional round against the Vikings a few years ago. The other two were five-sack 49er team defensive performances against the Packers at Lambeau, that big win at Lambeau, and against the New York Giants in the wild card last year. So... This is about an individual's performance, pay him. But look at the outstanding performance that the team has had defensively around him in the postseason. I'm awfully sorry you lost the NFC title game. If you want to blame Nick Bosa on that, go ahead. But you don't know what you're looking at. I mean, come on. 
You literally draft a player in hopes that he becomes Nick Bosa. We hope that any player we select will almost overnight instantly become the best player at his position in all of football. That's what we're hoping for. And that's pretty much who he is. You know, I mean, if you are drafting defensive ends right now, the list is simply what Miles Garrett or Nick Bosa. One or two, who are you taking? That's the list. He's outstanding. Now, if your argument is, well, this is something other than like, he doesn't want to be with the 49ers. He doesn't like living in California. He's a little bit too much of a red state guy in his heart in a blue state place to live. Let me tell you, that's a talking point that I haven't heard since before the year he was drafted. There hasn't been a single peep about Nick Bosa's unhappiness, being uncomfortable in Northern California. To the contrary, it's been everything the opposite. He likes the sunshine. He likes it out here. He's happy. All precincts are reporting Nick Bosa's happy, and why wouldn't he be? Because the situation that he has been in since he's been drafted has turned him with his own talent, of course, into the reigning NFC Defensive Player of the Year at the ripe old age of 25. Nick Bosa's looking around going, things are going great. And while I'm here and while I'm healthy, I can't but help but notice that things are going great for this franchise. There should be nobody on this football team making a penny more than me. And that's called the free market. That's called how sports works. Best player on team should make most money. Full stop. But it's a salary cap sport and you have to worry. About, okay, then stop having all these best players in the NFL at your positions. That's the price you got to pay for the team that you want to have then. You know, again, if I see another list about the 2024 cap prices, ask every single one of those life career 49er veterans to restructure to keep Nick Bosa and a good thing going because nobody wants to kill the golden goose. I bet you they do it. They usually do. God. If you if you can't tell I've been been thinking about this. <laughs> this has been on my mind. There's no amount of financial reason in my mind that can be applied to why this hasn't been done yet. I want to thank my guys before we go any further. My guys are starting with this guy. Uncle Ike. Ike serves delicious sandwiches from nearly a hundred different locations. And one of those locations is an app right on your phone called Ike's Rewards. Download that today. Sign up. Start logging miles towards free sandwiches or bites or whatever they're called. However, however you get rewarded for free sandwiches, you go ahead and get rewarded for free sandwiches whenever you order from the Ike's Rewards program. Go ahead, check it out. I'm not going to tell you about the sandwiches. I'm here to tell you about his app. You take your business to that man's app and you'll be in the business of eating free sandwiches soon enough. Uh, let's see. We want to thank our good friends at Blackened Whiskey. As always, you want some delicious whiskey? Look no further. Blackened Whiskey. Go check it out. Metallica, baby, a San Francisco original. Blackened Whiskey, certainly an original I mean, it is delicious, a delicious price point. It is a fantastic blend. It works on the rocks, neat, in a cocktail. You'll be happy. By the way, it is a 
gorgeous cocktail having day outside if there ever was one freaking beautiful out and we of course want to tell you about our new place to handicap your bets folks we are officially coming up on week one of the nfl you want the best advice where to put it down daily weekly monthly subscriptions are available at bet my bookie uh excuse me bottom line bets We'll get to my bookie in a second. Bottom line bets is where you go to find great advice from a man who cashes winners all the time. He is not there just giving you, selling you a tout service and not playing his own bets. You lay it. He's playing it. Check it out. Bottom line bets. My man, Stefan, is hot and it's a good time to be hot because here comes week one of the NFL. Also, where do you place that bet? Finally, let me tell you about mybookie.ag mybookie.ag use promo code damon when you go there and no matter where you are you can go there and start placing bets today when you sign up with promo code damon will you get a 50 percent deposit match and a ten dollar casino chip to be used in their casino mybookie.ag you can play it from anywhere you are it is offshore. It is trustworthy. They have been around for years. Go ahead, look it up, check it out. MyBookie.ag. If you're looking for a place to put your action, right there. MyBookie.ag. Use promo code Damon D A M O N when you sign up. So there you go. Those are my guys. Make them your guys as well. We got sandwiches. We got whiskey. We got gambling, and we got a casino for you. What more could you possibly want out of a, what is this, a sports talk radio show? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess it is. We're here on YouTube. We're streaming on AMP as well. Of course, you can download the podcast, Damon Bruce Plus, anywhere you go. It's one-stop shopping for hopefully all you need out of the Bay Area for now. But we will be looking even beyond Bay Area headlines as we get deeper into the NFL season, which, again, starts tomorrow night. And the fact it's all starting tomorrow night and the 49ers have not reached conclusion with Nick Bosa is just, it's insane. It's insane. Ian Rappaport, NFL Network, says, with the first practice of game week upon us, 49ers star Nick Bosa is not in the building for meetings with his teammates. His holdout stretches into the regular season. His status for week one is now in doubt as he sees a block, as he seeks a blockbuster contract extension. Um, again, the 49ers have had years to budget for this moment. They knew exactly who Nick Bosa was as a player. And if your one argument, and I guess it's the only argument that you could make as, all right, Damon, as they were budgeting Nick Bosa, they clearly carved out like a, a 30 something ish million dollar deal. And Nick now wants more than that. Well, you're allowed to ask for more than that. When you win defensive player of the year, that would be the only thing that the 49ers could say, well, we weren't quite budgeting for that well that's a shame that you were underestimating your own player's talent because i think a lot of people saw it coming i bet you nick bosa was the favorite to bet on in vegas for defensive player of the year started before last year even began so it's something that the 49ers should have anticipated again they should have anticipated all of this they should have anticipated all of this but if the defensive player of the year award is the one thing you didn't plan on guess what you get to deconstruct the mess that it makes right now to sign Nick Bosa next offseason. Next offseason. You can take an aspirin. Your headache, your headache will go away. It's it's 2023 that all that matters right now. 
Everything can be manipulated, massaged, worked on next offseason. I mean, week one, it's here. And Nick Bose is not on the team. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable to me. It's really unbelievable to me. By the way, Chandler Jones is not with the Raiders today. Apparently, he wants to, what, take his bag and go home. He got locked out of the facility, couldn't get in, couldn't reach the GM, couldn't reach his coach. The team reached out to some ex-girlfriend who was an emergency contact or something. It's a weird, something is always weird with the Raiders. I mean, look, Allegiant Stadium is great, but the weird used to be Oakland Raiders still play in there. They can change coaches. They can change GMs. There is always a little something weird with the freaking Raiders. There's something weird with Chandler Jones. I'll tell you what, I am going to get JT the Brick on to hang out on this channel to promote the fact that he is starting his YouTube channel as well. And uh, we will talk some Las Vegas Raiders since I'm getting so many requests from Bay Area football fans saying, look, my heart still bleeds silver and black, Damon. Can you just break me off a little something? Well, I'll break you off more than a little something. I'll break you off uh, some right off the pure brick, baby. Puro JT the brick coming up sometime soon. I can promise you that here on uh, on the Damon Bruce show. On the plus, also couldn't make it this Friday. He's busy. He's in Bristol. Uh, Joe Fortenbaugh is starting a new afternoon drive show on ESPN radio. Uh, good for him. I'm so happy and proud of him. And uh, he is very busy and in Bristol this week. I have been told next Friday could be a Fortenbaugh Friday. I believe Larry Kruger is going to be stopping by tomorrow. Akash Anavarantian is going to stop on by. We're going to be talking 49ers and Steelers with his. I think that uh, Arkash does uh, some uh, phenomenal work covering the 49ers. He's really, really good at what he does. And uh, I'm looking forward to having him on, Larry Kruger on. Soon some Joe Fortenbaugh for you. And uh, we got a lot coming up here on the Plus. It's football season, baby. Thank God. Are you ready? Oh, I'm, I'm ready. Where, wait, hold on. It wasn't set up. I should have checked this. Here we go. Come on. Oh, look. And you know what? It just scrolled up here. My man, Erwin. Can we get a maximum football? You can get another one, man, if you had to wait for that. Again, one more sip. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm ready, man. I am ready for some football. I'm so sick and tired of talking about Nick Bosa. I'm so sick and tired about talking about quarterbacks. All the drama in the 49ers roster that's always attached to it, like all the freaking time. Uh, I saw, wait, wait, this was from Michelle Haberman. I pinned this earlier when I was looking before the show even started today. Twas five days before kickoff, and all through the chat were a bunch of anxious fans wondering where the fuck Bosa at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what's crazy is we live in a world of such, I don't know, what is it, ownership simps? 
billionaire sympathizers. I don't know what it is. Dude, you should be on the side of labor on this one. Again, this isn't just another employee either. This is an employee inspector number four. This is number 97. I got to look here again. Wait, I got to look this up. I had this on another computer. Let me see if I can just open it up. It's right on the page. I had this up. One more case for Nick Bosa. Here we go. The man that is Nick Bosa is already eighth on the all-time franchise sack list. Eighth already. Bryant Young, number one all-time. 89 and a half sacks. He played 208 games. Nick Bosa in 51 games has 43 sacks. If Nick Bosa plays as many games for the 49ers as Bryant Young, he's going to have 200 fucking sacks. Or maybe that's not the number, but it's a much, much more than Bryant Young had. Good Lord. By the way, when you look at the all-time sacks list, so it's number one, Bryant Young, number two, Charles Haley, uh, number three, Ahmad Brooks, number four, Dana Stubblefield, Dwayne Board at number five, and then there was Alden Smith. Alden Smith, Justin Smith is all that stands between Nick Bosa and Alden Smith, and Alden Smith had 44 sacks in 50 games. God, what a career spoiled and wasted what a career just tossed away by Alden Smith. Nick Bosa. 43 sacks and 51 regular season games. What more do you need? What do you want to project? Project what is what, what, what his career might be? Here's my projection. Fucking greatness. That's what I project. Not just some greatness. I'm talking about fucking greatness. That's the projection on Nick Bosa. But he could get hurt. Get out of the sport of football. Stop watching it. Stop covering it. Stop talking about it. He could get hurt. Applies to everyone at all times, including the coach who's standing there and maybe not paying attention. Someone wipes his legs out. The guy holding the parabolic dishes life is in danger. Shit is dangerous. Oh. All right. I see the chat absolutely flying. Um, we'll get to it when we get to Club Plus in a second. But look, we have to. I, I need to let you know. It's a gorgeous day outside. Right, I'm going to get through Club Plus quickly today because I want you to join me on AMP. I know I'm asking you to follow me a lot of places, but there's there's hardly 200 people even following me. Not a lot of people have ever heard of AMP, used AMP. So try, check it out today. And what I'm going to do on this gorgeous day is take you through a seven-song gorgeous day playlist. If you want to know what the songs are, sign up for AMP, A-M-P. That simple. It's You can get it on iPhone. You can get it on Android. You create an account, follow Damon Bruce Plus over on AMP, 
And I'm going to give you a seven song set list today of beautiful day songs because we got sundress conditions in San Francisco. It is freaking gorgeous. I'm going to go sit out in my backyard and play this list for you. I might even mow the lawn a little bit in while, while some songs are playing. I mean, that's how freaking gorgeous it is out today. So check out Amp. Well, who, my, my, my man, Rockin' New Era 84. Is he out there today? I haven't seen his name scroll by yet on the chat. He's, he's a guy over on Amp. Think of Amp as the VIP lounge of Club Plus. How about that? I should have just opened with that marketing. I hadn't thought about it until right now. I just made that up. But I, I like it. I like it. It's the VIP room of Club Plus over on AMP. So like all VIP rooms, you got to walk through another door to get there. Download the AMP app, sign up, follow Damon Bruce, and I'm going to play you a seven-song gorgeous sunny day playlist when we say goodbye and thank you from over in uh, Club Plus. But before we get to Club Plus... We need to talk about the sinking ship that is the San Francisco Giants. The Giants took two torpedoes into the hull last night, and, and they're sinking. Things are not good. Uh, a brutal loss in a game at Wrigley Field where the Giants led by multiple runs, multiple times, and they lose. Like, that's devastating to a baseball team that is trying to break a losing streak. Uh, the Giants had scored one run in their previous three games, losing all of them, riding a four-game losing streak into a game where they're putting up crooked numbers, they score eight runs, and still lose. Like, that hurts. Like, they're only humans, right? Like, that, that, that'll keep you up at night as a baseball player when you get... You know, shut out in two of your last three games with one run in the other game. You go out and get eight runs and crooked numbers galore, and you still lose. That's five in a row. That's five in a row. And if the Giants, who are underway, by the way, at Wrigley Field right now, if the Giants lose today, that's a 0-6 road trip. It's the wrong time of the year to be having an 0-6 road trip. You do that back in May if you're going to do it at all. Okay, it's the wrong time of the year for an 0-6 road trip. How do things get worse? Well, let me tell you that Patrick Bailey is on the concussion list. So one of the best rook, the best rookie on the team, one of the best players on the team is unavailable right now. And you know, again, here's the deal. It's it's win today and you're one and five on a six gamer. You lose, you get a date with Broom Hilda, and she's gonna fly with you back to San Francisco after this road trip. Not good. Not good in a row. Gabe Kapler and Farhan Zaidi should send the 49ers front office a muffin basket. Because the 49ers constant drama surrounding their roster is the only thing keeping the heat off of Farhan who just had the worst trade deadline in maybe the history of the Giants front office with A.J. Pollock and nothing else, folks. And the team has been taking on water and dying since August 1st. Dying, like dead last in every major league offensive category that counts. That's who the Giants have been since August. 
It ain't good. I've been into uh, fraud lately. Like, not myself. I've been into shows about fraud. <laughs> um, I... I have a recommendation for you. I know we're all always looking for something good to watch. If you have HBO Plus, uh, BS High. The documentary about Bishop Sycamore, the fake high school in Ohio that got on ESPN to play IMG Academy at the Hall of Fame. And that's when the story exploded that smart people were saying something's wrong here. Something's wrong here. But no one was paying any attention. Something's wrong here. Something's wrong here. No one's paying any attention until all of a sudden ESPN puts its powerful spotlight and everyone in their eyes look at this horrific football game that is all sorts of negligence attached to it. This is a fascinating documentary. BS High. Their coach, Roy Johnson was his name. I don't know, but a first degree con artist, if there ever was one. And like all con artists, he's kind of charming. He's kind of right. He's definitely wrong, but he's identified loopholes in the system that are designed due to negligence or stupidity for someone to see through ways of working around things that are certainly moral, moralistically hard to compromise. This is You're doing wrong by these kids, and we all know it, but what you're trying to do yeah, there could be some noble cause corruption attached to it, but you're only doing it because you can get away with it. And half the time, you know, the people who are being interviewed in the documentary are simply saying like, yeah, I didn't think we'd have to make a law that it's it's illegal to pretend a school exists, but we never made that law. So technically it's not illegal to pretend a school exists. Like it's stunning. And it's corruption that was allowed through negligence from people who were supposed to be the adults in the room in the first place. Again, I've been binging fraud lately. I, I just rewatched The Big Lie. I love that movie. It's such a good movie. The Big Lie about the, the housing crisis. And it's really good. Fantastic movie. Well cast, well executed and acted, well directed. Love that movie. Um, I am now watching... The Netflix Bernie Madoff four-part documentary. I just watched Painkiller, which was all about Oxycontin and the Sacklers and how corrupt they were. Bernie Madoff, by the way, was allowed to happen because people who were supposed to investigate him did such a bad job listening to, you know, like, here's the thing. If you're dealing with numbers, you know who you should be in the department of listening to? Mathematicians. Mathematicians are saying, look, it's it's real simple. Nobody only wins on the stock market. It's a mathematical impossibility. So for this guy to only win equals something is up. Something's funny. Or maybe something isn't funny, but he's doing something that has so never been seen before. The math says he's cheating. And there were all kinds of red flags. And there was all kinds of good timing that Bernie Madoff caught. Like 9-11 was good to Bernie Madoff. The first time they were going to maybe pounce and 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 corral him 9-11 happened and then all of a sudden wall street had all sorts of issues so they take his eye off him and he was a respected character it was it's fascinating 
I, I got one more episode to go in the Madoff doc, it, but I'm three in. It's a four-part limited series on Netflix. Again, I'm going through a big corruption phase. How the ultimate rich screw everybody over. And that's why I feel like extra on Nick Bosa's side, because you know what? All that guy was work. All Nick Bosa's done is work hard to become the best at his craft in his industry. And what he is rewarded should be nothing less than the most possible reward you can give to a player. I mean, he's, he's been amazing. So there you go. BS high. The Bernie Madoff thing. Painkiller on Netflix. Matthew Broderick is in that. It's really good. The The woman who played the lady with the crazy eyes who was crazy in um, uh, Orange is the New Black. I think she won a lot of Emmys for that. She's in it. She is outstanding. I just can't remember her name right now. Um, corruption. It's everywhere. Thank you for watching today's show. <laughs> what a way to end it so here's the way we're not going to end it that way we're going to hop into club plus here on youtube then over on the amp app we are going to play for you a seven song sunny day set list that i promise is going to put a smile on your face and a tap in your toe i'm going to go full-on dj over there for you and if you are listening on the podcast, and you're like, geez, I would like to catch that set list. Guess what? Shows that I do on AMP are available, uh, you know, uh, uh, to you, uh, re rebroadcast a little bit later on if you're following me. You can listen to anything that you might have missed. We do the whole, it's like the AMP is a podcast. I did the entire show. Everything we've done has already been done on the AMP app. There will be more coming up. It is the VIP of Club Plus. That's where we're going next. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for being great to the Damon Bruce show. You all have been. Um, we're going to get into Club Plus here. Are you ready? Here we go. For everyone else, thank you for tuning into the podcast. And please do remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it. And like that, whew, he's gone.